Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I'm Rosh Sillers, your host, and I am looking forward to our show today because we have a wonderful guest. You know, actually, we have our first guest. And do you remember when you were young and you made your first friend? You never forget your first friend. Well, let me tell you, we're not going to forget our first guest. Uh, I was watching a video from Daryl Eves not long ago. I think it was maybe one of his last videos. And he was talking about the tools that YouTubers use to help grow their channels. And for a long time, TubeBuddy was is certainly one of the top ones, if not the top one, obviously. And we talk about vidIQ. And then he, he mentioned Morning Fame, which, you know what? Daryl Leaves is certainly one of the top folks with the name out there, one of the gurus in this area of developing your YouTube channel. And for him to mention Morning Fame, which rightfully so he should, because it has earned its way as one of the top tools to uh, help you grow your channel. And I, I certainly use Morning Fame. And, but more importantly, our guest today is the creator of Morning Fame, and that is Nico Kaminsky, and he is here with us to share some of his insights, because let, let's be frank, he deals with the algorithm every single day. And so this is our opportunity to uh, listen closely to what he has to say. So with that, welcome, Nico. Thank you for being here. Thanks a lot, Rosh. Thanks a lot for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to uh, talk about this because there is this idea we talk about the the algorithm, but it's really not the algorithm. It's algorithms, and each one certainly plays a role and and works differently in terms of how you grow your channel and how you approach your channel. And I really just want to do the best thing for all of us, and that's just to be quiet and listen to what you have to say. Maybe talk about some of the recent things you've been um, sharing. I know you've talked about evergreen content, the importance of search and how that's important, especially I would assume if you're a new YouTuber, but you know, and really just some of the things that maybe people should be thinking about as they try to grow their channel. Uh, absolutely, and I, I have to say, algorithms is really a key insight here. Uh, it took me, I think, a year to understand that YouTube doesn't have just the one algorithm, but many different ones. Um, uh, and it's, I think, I look into small channels in particular, usually. And uh, when you're starting off, the learning curve is huge. And there's so many things to learn, right? right? Editing, storytelling, and right. also all the SEO part, algorithms of YouTube and all that. So I'm looking, particularly because my tool is very focused around SEO and analytics, I'm looking into that part for small channels in particular. And I see again and again that this understanding that there are different algorithms is something you need to learn as well. And as soon as you look into each algorithm separately, it becomes more clear. Uh, it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. I mean. Let's just uh, go through them. There are basically six algorithms. The most important one, or not necessarily the most important one, but the one that everyone is talking about is the search algorithm, right. certainly, because we use SEO in order to rank our videos there, which is, by the way, the one strategy to grow a small channel, the most effective one, the most dependable one. 
And then we have the home algorithm. That's the page where everyone lands at when they open up the YouTube app or the YouTube homepage. Mm -hmm. And then we have the suggested videos algorithm, uh, which are the recommendations we have at the side or below a video that we are just watching. And these three algorithms are actually the most important ones. I recently did a study and they produce the bulk of all the views that the channel gets. So um, even though there are more algorithms out there that YouTube has, uh, focusing on those three um, is, uh, makes the most sense for a channel to yeah, focus on, optimize what they are doing around it. Uh, but let's complete the list, right? Um, yeah. We have the trending algorithm. That's uh, okay. a trending page. Uh, yep. By the way, um, uh, let's uh, let's just get it out of the way. We always <laughs> think that the trending algorithm is uh, so cool, and everyone who gets in there has basically made it on YouTube. Uh, so not true. So not true. Oh, that's good yeah. news for those who have not made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, trending is for a very particular kind of channel. Uh, it's only for broad appeal, so usually right. entertainment, for example. Uh, so if you are doing a how-to channel, for example, you're way too specific that you ever have the chance to so, get into so, it. So wait, wait, wait a minute. So you're saying that my photography pricing channel is not going to make it to trending. Is this what no, you're telling me, Nico? Your channel, your channel is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the first to say that, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's not the holy grail that everyone thinks it is. Uh, and even if you get in there, you probably have a huge channel that trending doesn't do a big difference. Um, anyway, uh, then we have the subscription feed, right? Right. Every video that a new uh, channel publish where we have subscribed to, mm -hmm. which is usually for our subscriber the one of the places where they uh, see our new videos first. Uh, but it's, I mentioned search, home, and suggested are the three most important ones. And actually, home is the um, algorithm that drives the most of our subscribers to our new videos. So that, that would be browse, right? That's what we'd see in the analytics browse? Exactly. They call it browse, which is a combination of different things. But mostly, like 90% of it is the home screen. Okay. There's been a big and, push towards uh, that. There's been a big change, more push, would you say, towards yeah, home in the last year at least? I couldn't say. Uh, the really deep studies, I just recently started uh, three months ago or so mm -hmm. uh, with, with all thousands of channels and all that very exciting sure. to do. I, I couldn't say how it shifted uh, in the last year maybe, okay. uh, but home definitely has a very big portion of it all. Uh, you could basically say it's uh, search home and suggested all three mm -hmm. uh, get equal share in a big channel. Oh, in, okay. In a small channel, it's usually a first search uh, because that's kind of, we have um, our, we, we can influence the search algorithm much more than we can home and suggested. Okay. Because we have the SEO, we do right. the titles, the description and the tags, and that helps us to get into search. And that's the reason why it's a good idea for small channels to go into search first before they try to cover home and suggest it as well. Um, so it's the biggest portion of the views coming to small channels. But the more you grow, 
the more you will tap into a home and suggest it as well. And then at the end, like, let's say uh, you have a channel of 100,000 subscribers, then it's roughly uh, uh, all three algorithms give you the same amount. Okay. And usually uh, your subscribers uh, find your new videos via home. Okay. Um, also through the subscription feed, but it's a smaller share. And then there you have, that's this, uh, algorithm number six, um, which is the notifications. Right. And that's also a way how our subscribers find our new videos. So notifications, subscription feeds, and home, that's the way how we drive in our subscribers. But if we want to optimize something, mm -hmm. uh, if, you, uh, if you want to um, align our channel towards triggering those algorithms, then it's search, suggested, and home, uh, which are the most important ones. Very good. Now, you've been, um, you did a recent video on, on evergreen content, and obviously that certainly fits right there with search, I mean, because, uh, I mean, suggestion, it can be evergreen. I mean, you can be suggested for years, but really it's people searching that, I would I would assume that allows a video to pop somebody just I mean, sometimes I would assume it's just the right person discovering at the right time and shares it the right way drives the traffic and there it goes um, which could be the other algorithms that you're mentioning and feel free to at any point in time say Ross you're completely wrong <laughs> about what, <laughs> what I'm saying but it seems like that the opportunities for people over the long term are in the search uh, area uh, true yeah uh, it is, you know, uh, the algorithm is obviously, since you've just mentioned, like it gets shared and uh, gets snowball rolling, so mm -hmm. to say, um, the algorithms are not the only place where uh, your videos get promoted and uh, can take off. Yeah, right. If you share on social media, if right. your viewers share with their friends and that gets kind of like word of mouth or uh, the, the more strong version would be viral videos, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, right. So people are sharing it out. Um, so uh, the algorithms are certainly not the only place to uh, get your channel growing, your videos viewed more often. Mm -hmm. uh, but the algorithms it's, uh, themselves are kind of free promotion, we can say, right? right. I mean, of course, it's not easy to get those algorithms working in our favor um, because we have so much competition out there on YouTube. Right. So everyone wants to get pizza off piece of the promotion that those algorithms give us. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so it, it's easier said, um, easier said than done. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the right. <laughs> that's the right phrase. And we uh, all know yeah. it well if we've been on YouTube long enough. So, so you've convinced us. Okay, so maybe search is a good place to start. We're getting into YouTube. How, how should we approach search? I mean, what, what, what am I, should I be thinking about when I'm, just thinking of developing a video in the SEO elements of, you know, a good search video. Good question. Um, the uh, critical point is uh, you have to be a little bit uh, careful when you're uh, talking about search, thinking how you optimize your videos there, because there's this common misconception that um, if you add tags to your video, then that will rank your video. But it's actually not a true um, looking at your tags and how your video rank for those terms you have in those tags is a way to see how well your video is ranking but it's mm -hmm. not how you make your video ranking 
Right, that's a good point. uh, the, the, The most critical point instead to make your SEO work, to make your videos rank in search, is to understand that we have a lot of competition out there and um, that we have to find spots in search where the competition is low enough for our own channel and if of course our channel is still very small then the competition has to be very low um, so that we actually have a fighting chance to rank our video okay that's the critical point the metadata comes afterwards so the first step is to find a search term that has low enough competition um, in, in, in simple terms, it means uh, you search for a term um, like how to uh, grow on YouTube, let's say, which actually I already know is a very competitive search term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even couldn't uh, rank for that uh, with my uh, over 6,000 subscribers right now. So um, it's very competitive. Uh, but anyway, uh, you look through the search results that you get for that search term. And if only small channels are ranking for that term. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And here you mentioned Daryl Eves in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, right. He is one of the top guys in this niche and he's already ranking for that term. Right. And uh, he has half a million subscribers. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, is, is, there a, is there kind of a like a tipping point of, I mean, I would assume it depends on the niche and where you are, you know, I mean, obviously different areas, there's a tipping point of maybe subscribers or the the amount of uh, velocity you get early in a, in a video. Have you seen something that's okay, they've gotten to this point. Chances are pretty good on average that they're, that they're going to be okay for most topics or not. Or is that just wishful thinking? Like, you know, hey, they, you know, they've made it to 15,000 subscribers. They tend to drive so many people in their first hour day. They're, they're going to probably rank pretty well because, the, you know, they, they seem to have what it takes. Is there yeah. a, kind of that tipping point on average? Um, it, it depends on the niche, like you say. Um, it is indeed the case that at one point you don't, don't have to worry about the competition anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because basically all competition is not tough for you anymore. Right. It would be if Daryl Eves tries to rank right. for a given search term, then right. he has no worries he could, about he it. He could beat me out in photography. Not necessarily, yeah. Yeah, it, it is, um, you know, it could if you would optimize for a search term that you optimize your videos for. Right. But he actually does do that because right. it stays within this niche. If right. he would ever rank for a search term like yours, then because he is very loosely related yeah. to the topic that you optimize for. And uh, since... Uh, um, a, a video about YouTube photography or something, you know, something that could... Yeah, and then, then of course he would yeah. outbeat you. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, but, but there is a tipping point if you are basically one of the top five channels in your niche and basically any search term that you search for that is about something in your niche uh, and only you know you and four other channels are possibly ranking there sure um, stay there then you basically can so that's it that's a good hint to look for your competition and see what are the top five channels related to what you're trying to rank for and where are they in subscription how do they do when they they upload a video and that's true. kind of where you should be aiming for if you if that's where you want to go mm, true um for a smart important for a small channel of course um there are too many channels to keep track of that sure. are about you so to say 
So, but, but you would approach it the same way. Uh, you look through the search results and look at how powerful are those videos I ranking already there? Right. How many subscribers do they have? How many views do they have? Ideally, you would look at the likes and comments as well, because that's also a measuring stick, how well those videos perform. Sure. And if those videos on average are uh, not too, you know, if, if your own videos, you have a usual performance, you know, your subscribers, how many views you get, how, many, how much engagement, likes and comments. Uh, so if you usually drive more than many of those videos ranking there, then you have a fighting chance uh, to rank your video as well. And this is kind of the first step, right? It's we, we didn't talk about the metadata yet. Right. No tags, no, no title, um, because it's only about analyzing how much competition is already ranking for that term. And if you right. determined that um, the competition is not tough for this search term, then you proceed and you optimize your metadata of your video around this search term that you just discovered not being too competitive. So you would put the search term in your title, you talk about this topic of, uh, that your search term is about in your description, you add tags that have this search term and related search terms, and this way you produce metadata that basically signals YouTube, YouTube's search algorithm, you want to rank for that search term. Yeah. Right. So it knows it and considers your video to be ranking there. And because you made sure that the competition is not high enough, you actually do rank there in the end. Very good. So, you know, using morning fame, obviously it's, it's the gateway video. Is that, is that the correct term? The, I, yes. that, so there's, it seems to be that there is often a location where YouTube has given somebody a shot. And, yeah. and so you've identified kind of, we call the, the gateway video a spot you can see, okay, if that gateway video maybe has fewer subscribers and views, you may actually have a shot to at least have a shot. Was that a good way to look at it? Yeah, exactly. Um, in, in the tool, I did it um, Yeah, in this way that I look at the uh, search results, the videos ranking for the search done already, and in the top 10, uh, roughly, I look at which video has the least numbers, the least subscribers, the least views, likes, and comments. Mm -hmm. And that gives kind of, um, yeah, that's so also the reason why I named it the gateway video. Um, the stepping stone, the foot in the door, the right. gateway, uh, you, uh, which means you can rank your video as well. So if you have usually with your own videos better numbers than that of the gateway video, then you have a good chance to rank there. And because the gateway video is basically the least amount of ranking power that you need in order to get into those search results. Okay. Uh, right. uh, oftentimes, if you look even manually, even without the tool, look through the search results, um, one video, like you say, stands out because it kind of ranks among bigger videos and tells us, oh, you can actually rank with much lower numbers. So with, with rank, if you don't get a gateway spot, you're obviously maybe further down, you're rather than the top 10, you're number 50. Yeah. It seems like that YouTube will, will test you out over time and you can maybe earn your way up um, the rankings. Is that something you've observed that, that can happen? Maybe that's why sometimes somebody doesn't really get a video to hit and search for a year or two because it, 
took a while for it to uh, prove itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's um, the common case. Um, what we just talked about is the considerations that uh, you have to take in order to rank your new video right after you published it. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, after uh, you uploaded it, it can rank up. Or it even can rank down, actually. Sure, yeah, sure. It. it doesn't perform. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, YouTube bases the decision whether to rank step-by-step your video up in higher ranking positions or lower is primarily because of the click-through rate and the watch time that you have. Right. Now, watch time is a broad term. What I mean in, uh, precisely is the average view duration. Mm-hmm. So the higher you have a click-through rate, that means basically when people search um, the, the search time you optimize your video around and see your video there, how often do they click your video instead of the other videos that also rank there? Of course, if you rank higher in the beginning, you have a higher chance to get a lot of click-through because people right. Uh, click one of the top results, right? Right. So if you would start with ranking at position 50, you kind of really have just... Time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so you want to so um, uh, rank for a search term that has low competition because you want to have a good spot in the ranking positions to begin with. Right. Uh, one of the top 10 at least, we would, mm-hmm. uh, I would say. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, if you get a high click-through, and also if you get a high average view duration, which means is the longer you can keep your viewers watching, the better. Right. Then uh, you will perf- your video can potentially perform better than those of the other videos that rank for that search term. So if you have a higher click-through and a higher average view duration as the other videos that are currently ranking above you, then you climb up. Right. Uh, get better and better and better and ultimately as you say uh, we get an evergreen video right that's really the motor of the channel grows because they drive views for years to come right right visitors always coming to our channel potentially subscribe and all that good thing uh, making our channel grow so that would make you think that maybe if you are number 40 30 20 that maybe if you're staying there for a while, that maybe you try some things to, you know, or maybe over time, if, you know, it's been a month or two and you're not getting anywhere that maybe, you know, one consider if it's just a video that's worthy of being in the top 10, that I mean, quite often, I think that's the first battle because um, all of our videos, videos are awesome. It's the best video we've ever created. Uh, <laughs> Undoubtedly. <laughs> but, but to consider that, you know, compared to those, but then you maybe, changing out a thumbnail or, or play with that description to see if it more fits with that video. Would that be a suggestion you would consider to help move yourself up through the, the search engine? Uh, yes. Um, with an with a asterisk. Sure. Um, because uh, you can re-optimize your videos. Um, just do a better job as, at SEO once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, for example, if you are in the process of learning SEO, you have your old videos that you didn't optimize according to the best practices. And right. then it's a good choice to re-optimize them again. Um, but there is one difference between, between optimizing a video that you are about to publish and a video that is already published. Sure. Because 
the new video is watched by your subscribers, right? They didn't right. watch it yet. They get notified about it. They are excited to view it. But if you re-optimize an old video, then no subscribers watch it again because uh, they don't get notified. Uh, they already watched the video, so there's no reason to do it, um, all that. So this initial audience that usually a new video has, your subscribers, is not there. Right. And you basically needs viewers that give the algorithm data about how the video is doing. Right. And so it doesn't necessarily always work to re-optimize video, but it is actually the case that it can make huge a huge difference really right. a huge difference many users reported that, uh, to me that they basically did once again the seo from scratch for their old videos mm -hmm. and saw big spikes there it sure. doesn't work for every video but it's really uh, also worth uh, doing right. once in a while uh, to yeah max out the potential that your video might have yeah good point good point yeah take the opportunity to uh, look at your old videos, see if there's an opportunity to maybe make create a better title that more aligns with that video and a better thumbnail if you've updated your design and look and and maybe make thumbnails that are more clickable, obviously. Um, just anything to give you a little more of advantage. It might just help you uh, uh, in, in many different areas. That's that's great. So, Nico, what, what got you into this software? It, the software is, is morning fame. Um, you, when did you start creating it and why did you start to create this software? Uh, good question. It, it is certainly not the straightforward uh, thing <laughs> that I did there. <laughs> it is uh, five years ago, I started doing an analytics tool, um, which was not only YouTube, it was also Twitter, Facebook and all that. I hmm. wanted to combine the statistics of many different platforms um, because I wanted to see the numbers myself sure. more easily. Uh, but it was not a good product. Um, it was no deep analytics, nothing that people even wanted to use for free. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is certainly a bad sign for a startup. So after one and a half years of developing that, uh, I had to throw it away completely oh. uh, because it was just not working. But from the, meta uh, from the beta testers that I had back then, mm -hmm. I realized that my YouTube integration excited them the most. Okay. So I decided, uh, because the issue back then was I didn't go into detail. The analytics that I provided was very shallow, um, but I want to focus on YouTube only. Okay. And with that, I really dug deeper, 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 and deeper. And now the analytics is far, far away from the shallow version that I had before that, which was basically just counting numbers. Uh, right. Going down to giving you actual insights and uh yeah i'm happy that it worked out yeah what, one of your newest sections is the area of how the algorithm you know is is treating your channel and how, how exactly. what were you getting those views and that that's very insightful to to kind of break it down like that um is there is there anything else coming along that you're willing to share that you're kind of developing there for people to think about that maybe you're gonna you're looking at in in, in terms of your tool um, yeah, uh, the, algorithm, uh, the algorithm tab you just mentioned is yes. actually the thing that I'm working on right now. Right. Uh, what you see right now is actually just a very first version that okay. has actually not the real value in it that I'm planning to do there. Oh, okay. Um, the, the idea 
Uh, currently, it shows you which videos trigger which algorithm the most, mm -hmm. right? As right. Home suggested. So you can understand the video topics that work the best for the different algorithms. But right. the goal is obviously, like we already do with SEO and the keyword research tool, to trigger the search algorithm. The idea is to become able to do that for the other algorithms as well. Okay. So for home and suggested for, uh, in particular, because they are so important, I want to build in uh, more and more details to really understand what makes the particular algorithms to get triggered. Yes. So basically can do more in order to get that piece of promotion from the algorithm more effectively um, yeah, with that. Right. Uh, I can't really say where this uh, journey leads to right now because it's kind of experimental. Sure. Um, early access, all the uh, users give me feedback on that. And, and we'll see how far we can take it uh, yeah. with the data at hand. But there's huge potential. And actually, um, alongside developing this algorithm tab, I started a series on my channel um, under, about understanding deeply those algorithms. And I think I'm at episode six right now or so. Mm. Uh, the next episode will actually be about the trending algorithm. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> just got a short version of it. Yes. Um, but uh, there I realized, for example, that uh, evergreen videos that we do for search do also trigger home and suggested in the same way. So evergreen videos are basically videos about topics that um, always interest people, like mm -hmm. how to tie a tie. Basically, every man at one point in his life has to learn how to do that, right? Right, right. So that's certainly something that people will even search in 10 years. Um, and these kinds of topics that are always interested to, interesting to people tend to become evergreen videos in the search algorithm in, in a sense that they continue to drive views every day. Right. And they exert the same behavior in home and suggested as well. So hmm. they get recommended through suggested, through home, to new people all the time, driving you views for years to come the same right. way. Interestingly, even though we never thought about evergreen videos there. So um, by studying all that, I start to understand, like in this case, if we do evergreen videos, we first off, of course, do them for search. But we trigger the home algorithm and the suggested videos algorithm the same way this way. Okay. So it actually, I, I boiled it down from the top performing videos that uh, each channel has. I studied in this case 4,000 channels. Mm -hmm. I think uh, was three or 4,000. I, I can't remember, but many thousand channels uh, from small to large. And from the top performing videos, more than half of all videos have this evergreen behavior. Okay. So what we do as a small channel, optimizing our videos for search, so they become evergreen videos there, also triggers home and suggested videos. So the studies that I do, along with looking into the data and extending this algorithm tab, I try to find ways, new ways, to really actively trigger those different algorithms. Because okay. so far, it's quite frankly, the knowledge out there is we know the best practices of SEO, how we get our videos ranked in search. So right. that's actively triggering the search algorithm. But we don't have much knowledge about how to trigger all the other different algorithms. that we Right, right. I, I mean, a lot of times, uh, the, the idea of, um, you know, just 
asking for a friend, <laughs> it's quite often you see a video with a really good click-through rate and a retention rate of 60, 70%, even 80%. Oh. And, and, you know, it's like, you know, 500 impressions. It's like, okay, <laughs> impressions, I've done it all, gods, YouTube gods. And, but, you know, obviously it's, it's competition because, you know, if you're, you're there, the competition is obviously doing better than that. So you can't get too excited. Um, but, you know, one of the is, well, let me, let me step back before I go to my next thing was, is, have you noticed anything that seems to Trigger again, asking for a friend, um, <laughs> triggering <laughs> impressions at all that gives you the opportunity um, down the road. Is there is there a best practice? Is there something, or is that what you're trying to help us find out? Uh, yeah, the, the latter. That's actually the point. Um, the impressions are key because uh, that is the algorithm doing promotion for you, right? right? If they show your video in search in home and suggested wherever they show your videos, that that's an impression. And then it's up to your video, right? right? So so YouTube has basically the job, and that's also the reason why they have these different algorithms, because there are many different approaches to do that, is to find the right people for your video, right? right. Uh, you have a video about a certain topic, and they match it up with the interest that people, the viewers, have. Right. And this matching happens in the, in the, yeah, basically with an impression. And right. then it's your job to get this click-through with a great thumbnail and title mm -hmm. and, of course, keep them watching with a high average view duration. Right. And uh, obviously, we talked about that. That's a common uh, thing on YouTube. If you have a high click-through rate, high average view duration, higher, ideally, like you say, uh, than your competition uh, because that's, it's all based on competition on YouTube right. uh, nowadays. Um, then uh, it will continue to serve impression to more people. So if they start to serve impressions for you, then you have to make it count. Uh, so good thumbnail, uh, good title, having good edits in the video, an uh, interesting topic to begin with so that people are excited to watch the video. That's your job. Um, but then again, you're at the mercy of getting those impressions at the, in the first place, right? Right. Right. And that is basically what I'm saying with uh, triggering the different algorithms uh, with SEO. We trigger search. Uh, we look at the search volume, for example. So that's basically the potential, how many impressions we can get in search. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, that's kind of the same thing here. Uh, impressions for home and suggested look a little bit different. We can't talk about um, search volume in a sense, but uh, impressions there is a little bit more about how well can YouTube understand the topic of your video so it can match it with the interests of the viewers. Right. So the better it can match it, the more potential impressions it can serve. And of course, um, the potential is maxed out by your video if it does perform well in terms of click-through rate and average view duration. So it goes hand in hand. Um, basically, you have to make good video plus you have to understand to whom it should be served to and trigger those algorithms so that they are, these algorithms actually serve the video to those right people. Right, right. You know, when I was uh, teaching um, a number of years ago, I would talk about um, in the newspaper business, we had two types of uh, assignments. We, well, we had more than two, but two would talk about the difference between news and features. 
and, and we would say that news is timely and features are timeless. And that timeless element is, is this evergreen search, meaning, yeah, exactly. so, so that's, you know, for those who, you know, followed me in, in, in that conversation before, that, that's where you would apply that idea is that, you know, you, you want that timeless, something that is not going to be, it's not something that's going to be relevant tomorrow. Something's going to be relevant a year from now where you trending quite often is, is something that's, you know, timely, you know, it's something that's been triggered. People are excited about it right now, but it very well not be tomorrow. Would that be a correct assumption? Not always, but a few good, good comparison. Yeah. That's a really good comparison because, um, we have the trending algorithm, of course, but uh, also trending topics in general do well in search home and suggested all the other algorithms. Let's say, uh, more like a concept of things that spike the interest of people mm -hmm. right now, and uh, you can um, yeah bet on it. Yeah? yeah, the evergreen topics are of course a very dependable way to drive views, uh, but also it's usually not the um, evergreen topics are usually rather slow burners, but they are so valuable because you have them for many years to come. Right. Uh, but trending topics are more of a gamble. But then again, if you really can position your video for a trending topic, then it gives you a huge spike of views, obviously. Right. And right. I've seen even small channels um, to grow their channel substantially in the beginning to make it kind of um, getting it started in a sense um, with a trending topic. In this particular, for example, uh, I made a video about a gamer who released um, yeah, tutorials, let's plays about new games that were released just now. And it took him quite a few games. I think the game number 19 that he played on this channel, at that point he had 500 subscribers. Um, so a very small channel, but the game number 19, uh, Simba Airport, if anyone knows it by any chance, uh, <laughs> great. Uh, building game anyway yeah. uh, this is a indie game not many people know it yeah sure. that's important if you are looking for something a, a trend to jump onto um, uh, that it should be something that is not too big because right. obviously the big trends the big channels cover already and it's right. for a small channel to position yourself there but he actually managed it with some airport to release his first tutorial or um, overview video about this game at the same day this game was launched in early access so the earliest okay. day possible and only in the coming days the uh, bigger channels moved in but at this first day no one else had a video on that yeah okay so he was ranking high in search and started to get recommended in home and suggested on all those good things because youtube basically didn't have an alternative the right. game was right. just released. People were searching for it because they wanted to learn how There's to. There's only one answer. Uh, right, right, and that was the strategy, and it catapulted him to one and a half thousand subscribers, so mm. threefold in this case, yeah. in yeah. two weeks because of that. Sure. And uh, because he was the first mover, he got a lot of traction with that. And even though the big channels moved in at a later point, he still was the number one source for this game and continued to do his series every day uh, in gaming, obviously, to do videos every day, kind of strenuous, but 
you do what yeah. you can, right? Yeah. And, uh, built his channel from then onwards. It was crazy. And uh, so, so trending topics can be really a great opportunity there. And even, even you know, it doesn't have to be, I, I, I just said that the trending topic has to be something that is not too big because otherwise right. the big channels move in. I right. actually studied also big uh, trends. In mm -hmm. this case, it was, you remember, was it two years ago already or one year, fidget spinner trend? Yes, yes. Really big, right? Huge. And I studied small channels and they were actually to get, uh, were able to get a piece of the traffic from that trend, even sure. though they were not the first movers, like right. I just explained to Sam Arpod, um, just by jumping on that trend as well, because it was such a big trend. Right. And people were watching about it all the time. And uh, those small channels, um, I'm talking about one to 2,000 subscribers, so really yeah. small channels, they were able to, with their unique take on it, for example, the kids' channel did a, did a uh, gummy fitted spinner. <laughs> they ate at the end. So their unique spin on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> spin, uh, literally. Yes. Um, and uh, then another gamer uh, was doing a kind of, there was a famous uh, game where instead of another weapon, they had a fidget spinner as the weapon, like a joke weapon right. game, right? And yet another one, he was really ingenious, actually. Um, he realized that um, fidget spinners break, right? They mm. buy them for a buck. They, yeah. they are not really the strongest, the most uh, well-done uh, piece of equipment. They break quite soon. Uh, so he did a video about how to repair this fidget spinner. Oh, that's smart. And he actually, this is kind of branching off this trend, right? Yeah, right. And again, like with Sim Airport, I just explained, he created a, a video in a void, so to say. So, well, a niche, no a, niche for his, a niche for the trend. So in a sense, yes, exactly. you find a trend, but find your own niche within that trend. That'll exactly. give you a better chance. So, so there are always opportunities in that way as well for small channels, nice. even if it's uh, the huge trend. And uh, this is actually, besides evergreen, is trending topics is one of many growth strategies that right. go beyond the algorithm, actually. They all know how the algorithms work and use them, but right. it's kind of like, um, yeah, one layer on top, right? Right, right. Uh, which is a good idea to use whenever you have a chance. Yeah, good stuff, Nico. So as we wrap up here, what what is that one thing you think people should be asking you but are not especially when it relates to all this because I, I know you get a lot of questions you think, yeah but that's the wrong question what what do you think people should be asking and maybe it's something we kind of covered already that's fine but what comes to mind mm. that's tricky it's tricky it was designed to be tricky. it's really tricky <laughs> because uh, actually uh, the point is I also feel like what, what I just shared here, right? yeah. uh, if, if one of our listeners yes. is a new channel just starting out, it's, it is so overwhelming, right? Yes. And um, it, it is a big learning curve and right. I'm only focusing on the growth side of it. Yeah. Right. You have right. these other topics like how you edit your video properly. Yes. So it, it is engaging to watch more, right? right? 
So um, it is easy to get overwhelmed with all the details. And the big question is, what, what should you focus on in the beginning? Yeah. Mm. I, I see many people worrying about the whole picture and I have to cover the suggested videos as well and home and all the so, and I can't just focus on search, for example, that is something that people uh, tend to think. And it is really important to understand that the more you learn, the more sophisticated your strategies on your channel will get with the uh -huh. choices of video topic, your SEO and all that. But in the beginning, you have to focus on a few simple things. And um, I always try to explain it in a way that I boil it down to the most important things that a small, uh, grow a small channel. And it is as what we covered with search. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for a smaller channel, I recommend that um, they don't worry about home. They don't worry about suggested. Uh, the important part is that you focus your growth on search at, at first, because mm -hmm. it really, I made a study about it. Uh, it really grows the small channels. This is yeah. really the stepping stone for small channels. So you only have to worry about this plus, and that is, I think, uh, discussed way too um, um, rarely, is that uh, your active subscribers are the most important piece on YouTube because right. that is ultimately what get, gets all these such a, um, all the different algorithms triggered. Right. Is YouTube needs data to decide whether your video is good or not. Yeah, that's kind of how it works under the hood. And it only can decide it if it gets data. And data means that people watch your video right. and it can measure how well did they enjoy your video, right? right? And the first people that give YouTube this data so it can decide whether to do more promotion for you or not are your active subscribers because they are the people who are excited about your channel. They are the people who watch all your newly uploaded videos, right? Mm -hmm. So it is important to understand in the beginning um, that you have to um, foster your initial audience to make them into true fans, to understand what they want to watch and all that to, so that you make sure that they are motivated to keep coming back. Because if you can make that happen in the beginning, if you have real fans in the beginning, right. then chances are good that you will, through search in particular, get new visitors to your channel, they, after some time, become those raving fans as well. And with that, you've built and built up your core fan base. Right. Yeah. right. And that right. ultimately is the first step to trigger all the algorithms. Yeah, that's nice. really important. So think about your audience in the beginning, uh, which is one common mistake that um, many people tend to do. What should I do with comments that I get? Of course, answer to all of them right. because that makes those initial fans right. Right. It right. motivates them to Shows keep them. You care. Yeah. Yeah. So that is really important to understand. There, if you uh, ignore every advice that you have, build this core audience, and if you ignore a little bit less, then think about search and SEO. Very good. Great stuff. Words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Nico. Where where can people find you? And where can people uh, find Morning Fame? That's very important, especially if you want to grow and search. Uh, yeah, um, it's uh, I have a channel called Morning Fame. Uh, morning like afternoon, fame like famous. One word, Morning Fame. And uh, yeah, there you can watch my videos. And certainly, I talk a lot about my tour there every now and then. 
um, as well. And uh, I have invite codes there in the description. But I think you can link up uh, your own invite code as well. So okay. they can um, uh, directly go to the site and test out the tool. The first month is free. So yeah, yeah give it a yeah. try. And, and, and no, everyone, this is this is uh, legitimately, it's not an affiliate link or anything. It's 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 one that's available. It's just a convenience link. So no exactly. worries to, to folks who are concerned about such thing. And so from there, Nico, thank you so much for taking the time to share all of your insight with the Tube Lads podcast audience. It's, it's been super valuable. I, I truly appreciate it. Thank you so yeah, much. Absolutely. My pleasure, Rosh. Uh, to everyone listening to that, uh, you know where to reach me with my channel and tool. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Rosh, if uh, people approach you with questions, I'm happy to help Wonderful. out uh, to answer them. Well, uh, because, we'll gather yeah, the questions and we'll have you back is what we'll do. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Great. All right. Nico, have a great day. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. All right. There we go. Perfect.